What's going on, beautiful people? I'm Ryan Turner, your registered dietitian, here to fuel you. And several times a week, I'm delivering impactful five-minute shorts and amazing guest stories and lived experiences, all to help you control and overcome binge eating, improve performance, and support your body composition goals. Remember that if it's working for you, your health, your mindset, and your definition of success, no one deserves to tell you different. You do you. Fuel you. All right, so three-part episode three-part series, rather, but three-part series on emotional eating and how to support and control that. Um, and I, I'm delivering to you pretty much what I end up talking with my one-on-one -on -one clients on, trying to get at least each episode done within about five minutes here, but wanting to present to you the three pieces that are central to the success of all of my clients. And I want that for you too, just to either inspire you, just to jog your mind a little bit in terms of your memory, in terms of things that have like, maybe worked in the past, but really just to make sure that if you feel lost, if you feel like you need just a little bit of support around that emotional eating track, it's going to be important. And I think what is so uh, necessary is to realize that you, at all times, you're just building a nutrition toolbox. And so this is one of those tools that you can hear, just listen to it and put it away. Put it in your toolbox if you don't need it today and pull it out during more challenging times of the year. And for a lot of people, we're coming up to one of those. We're coming up to one of those very challenging times of year, uh, the holidays, where you know there is just stress. It could be financial stress. It could be family stress. It could be scheduling. There's so many things that can be involved in emotional eating. And I want to make sure that we kind of place this within the spectrum of binge eating and, um, you know, binge eating disorder, even night eating, all these very severe things that are actually diagnosable. So binge eating is a diagnosable type of challenge for a lot of people. It's something that you would end up being diagnosed with by a, by a doctor, dietitian, dietitians actually can't diagnose, but they can help with the diagnosis when talking with uh, your primary care physician. Um, but the most important thing that I want people to realize is that you do have a lot of control as long as you are practicing. This is a thing that you want to do and you want to train yourself. It's easy. It's easy to control yourself during easy times. But when things get hard, you want to understand how to support yourself. And so anyway, let's kick this off. So three-part series, and this is number one, about how you can go about controlling your emotional eating. We're going to cover number one, basically evaluating your hunger. We're going to then cover number two, just how to really control hunger, basically understand hunger from two different uh, points of view. And then finally, we're going to go through roadblocks the main toolkit here to really set up success in those really challenging times, all right? So I'm always going to start a client out with making sure that they can evaluate their hunger because this is where we really put our feet, where we spend time where our feet are instead of thinking about nutritionally Maybe something like, uh, hey, what did, what did we do before this? Or what did we do this week? I already overate. I got to restrict right now. And if we're thinking about the past, it can only set up depression. And if we think about the future of, oh, I got to I gotta do this right now. And you know what? Later, I'm going to be eating so much. I got to control it. If we start thinking of that as anxiety, the past is depression. 
the, uh, the future can be anxiety-ridden. So it's important for us to be where our feet are and truly evaluate your hunger so that you can understand how to help control things in the moment. And this is just one piece of those tools. And so evaluating your hunger is important. And what I love to do is really walk my clients through a scale. And my scale here is one through five. I've seen scales one through seven, one through 10, and even larger than that. But evaluating your hunger on a one through five scale. And if you were looking at what this is in front of me here that I end up giving a lot of my clients, I call it my moons sheet. Why do I call it that? Because when I created it, the only image that I actually felt was appropriate for it, it was just moons. It was a series of moons from basically a new moon, an empty moon, to a full moon. And if you look at what this is on here, and it's available uh, for any of my uh, any of my clients that I'm working with or anyone that is jumping into... Uh, my emotional eating or mindful eating uh, program, but you end up having moon number one basically being an empty moon, then we have moon number two, which is a quarter moon, then a half moon, and then we have a three-quarter moon and a full moon. And that's one through five. You can label those one through five, and what it's going to be is how we discuss how your stomach feels. And this is actually what I teach children too, but it's understanding that, hey, when you go into a meal and you're at a one or a an empty moon or a new moon, we want to make sure that we're defining what that means versus what it feels like if you're at a full moon or a full stomach. And this might sound so juvenile, but it's so helpful in the moment to understand how you approach a meal or how you control yourself in a moment. Be where your feet are. So if you stop for one second, maybe just close your eyes, feel your stomach, understand where you're at, and you're entering a meal at a one, which here I define as starving. You can be weak, dizzy, irritable, low energy. There's a lot of stomach growling. This is something that could have been defined by some restriction that maybe you kind of noticed. Uh, you know, And if you remain here too long, you might promote more binge eating later. Versus as we kind of move forward from a from a, a new moon, empty moon to a number two or a quarter moon, this is where you start to feel hungry, pretty hungry stomach. It starts to growl a little bit more uh, than maybe it would if it was full. Um, but there's awareness of this and that maybe taking action not to become more hungry may end up supporting how we actually feel and make optimal food choices. So getting to a meal and thinking, oh, I'm at a two, that's something just to help control yourself, take a step back and say, okay, I might need to approach this slowly so that I don't just start grabbing at the next piece of food and understanding that, hey, I'm feeling a certain way, but my stomach feels like this, right? It's a number two. Number three here would be a half moon. This is where we really define this as satisfied, neither hungry nor full. Um, it's bordering on slightly full, maybe even pleasantly full. This is... Uh, you have a mindset, you're understanding timing of meals, portion sizes, and your personal energy needs. And you know that the way that you've approached this or where you're at right now is going to help support control. A three is a great spot to be in, but it doesn't mean that you can't enter a meal at a two. You just want to be aware of it. And even if you enter a meal at a one, it's not so much of a problem. 
It's more of the fact that you understand the challenge going into it. Because if you go into a meal at a one, you are more likely to grab the first thing and kind of start to binge eat without even thinking about it, right? And so then we can go from number three, number four. Number four is slightly uncomfortable. You feel stuffed, questioning hunger versus taste. You know that you're no longer actually getting this feeling of satisfaction from it versus just actual just flavor and taste in your mouth, right? You're no longer really getting that satisfaction from below the neck, but really it's like kind of, it's more focused right, right in your mouth, right? And that maybe what can happen right now is that stepping away or sitting back from your food at this moment will allow you to evaluate your biological hunger um, and also understand kind of where that psychological hunger is too. Now, number five, the last one here, it's just very uncomfortable. This is like Thanksgiving full is what I always say, right? There's stomach aches. You almost feel sick. There's no, you're no longer really in control when you kind of get to this point. You feel like maybe you've lost control, right? Eating to that level might promote unwanted um, outcomes from just you eating that way. But understanding where you are entering a meal and then at some point during a meal and then maybe towards the end of a meal and evaluating where you really sit and how you actually feel. It can be so incredibly beneficial for you to evaluate your hunger. And I will tell you that all of my clients, when we truly stop and we go through this exercise and I remind them of this and they do it more often, it is a muscle to flex in moments of challenges so that you can understand, okay, you know what? I know that I'm entering this meal at a two right now. I know that I have to think of uh, implementing X, Y, and Z habits so that I don't get to a five. My goal is to end up being somewhere around a three. Uh, maybe I want to exit a meal at a four. That seems like I'm going to be only slightly uncomfortable. And that's a change from what they've been doing. But evaluating your hunger is really where you can start to change things around for you right now. If you want to create this scale for yourself, do it. Some people I know have had an anger scale before where they understand, you know, at a zero, they're perfectly fine. And at a five or a 10 or whatever the top of that scale is, maybe it's almost like they're so angry they black out. But between there, it's a great time for them to understand where they're at. So they really start to just... Uh, they really start to take account of kind of where they are and they can make some changes from that point and then maybe catch themselves at a lower point in the scale, just like hunger here. And so this is important, evaluating your hunger. Do me a favor, create a scale one through five, write it down. If you have a piece of paper with you, if you have your phone notes open on the left side of maybe your phone notes, or that piece of paper, just write one, two, three, four, five. And I want you to think about at a one, a one is something where your stomach is empty. How do you feel? How you 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 got yourself to that point? What could happen from that? And then jump to a five. A five is like where you're extremely full. You almost feel sick. But I want you to describe it there. And what I want you to do after you have that is I want you to think of your two and your three and your four. So you have a full scale, a full hunger scale for you, how you defined it. And if you want to take this this uh, this empty moon, quarter moon, half moon, you know, three quarters moon, full moon idea. Do it, but I want you to practice going into each meal, understanding where you're at. You're entering a meal, say at a two. Halfway through that meal, towards the end of your meal, double check and see where you're at. Are you somewhere like a three? Are you at a four? What can you do from that point at the end of a meal? Maybe even 10 minutes after you've finished eating, how do you feel? If you're at a five, you have some steps to take next time, next meal. So maybe you can end around a four, possibly. So let's leave it about that, and that can end up helping you. But 
start with this. So the first step out of three for any of my clients, it's talking about evaluating hunger. And we want to now make sure that we're flexing this muscle and practicing this more often. This is where your support starts. You can do this, I promise. All right, guys, let's start there right now. We'll jump to number two after this. But anyway, guys, I'm Ryan Turner, your registered dietitian, and I will see you next time. Take care, guys.